Hey, welcome back. You're listening to Talk Blurdy to Me. You've got your wonderful host, Mari, and your other wonderful host, Lana. Hi, Lana. Hey, Mari. How's it going? Oh, you know, I'm alive. It's late, but I'm alive. (laughs) I'm on a JRPG kick right now. So for the last two months, I've been playing nothing but JRPGs, Mm -hmm. um, Japanese RPGs, and watching anime. So I have seen a lot of um, tropes that tend to happen in anime and Japanese RPGs, and they have been starting to get on my nerves. So uh, I figured we could talk this episode about some of the tropes or just like things you see anime characters do that get on your nerves um, okay. and see if we kind of align on the things that irritate me and if they irritate you as well. You know, I'm almost certain we will be on the same page. <laughs> you know, so far I feel like we are. Uh, okay, well, well, okay, I'll start with my first one because I was just playing. Um, so I just finished Bravely Default 2, 65 hours in, I finally made it. Um, but one of the things that irritated me is the, sorry, spoilers if you have not fig- finished Bravely Default 2, uh, just skip this part, I guess, but also finish the game. Um, but there's a character who has to make a sacrifice on her life, and she doesn't mm. tell anyone this through the entirety of the game. Like, I'm, I'm, again, playing this for 60 hours, and at no point does this girl say, hey, in order to beat the final boss, I have to kill myself. Um, so you get to the end. Basically, she, like, sacrifices her life to stop the bad guy, and then the whole game kind of rewinds so you can redo it. And when it rewinds, they, they kind of see, they have this book that shows them basically their alternate timeline, like what could have happened. Um, and you see in the book that she's about to die. And so they ask her like, oh my God, were you going to kill yourself to save the world? And she's like, yeah, I was. (laughs) And perfect. (laughs) That's this. That's how they sounded. Um, and they're like, oh my God, well, don't kill yourself. You can find another way. And one girl who is a fairy who establishes herself as a fairy very early on in the game is like, oh, let me go ask my people. They're the holders of all knowledge. We can probably find another way. So like, if she had just told people earlier on, again, like 30 hours ago when we found out this girl was a fairy, which everyone has established, like, oh, the fairies are like the holders of knowledge. So it's not like no one knew that the fairies might have some insight on this. It was like she just chose not to tell the party. That was okay. a huge pet peeve to me. It just feels like a necessary time loss. Like, why didn't you tell somebody? You know, there's got to be sacrifice and unnecessary sacrifice in anime and video games. That's what I've learned from watching them, that a lot of things could have been avoided with communication or, you know, just anything. And they just tend to, you know, not let that in on that so just not communicate <laughs> just not communicate it's like a bad relationship <laughs> they just <laughs> don't communicate it and let things fester and then at the end they're like i have to sacrifice myself and you're like no you we could have could have did this together solve this and they're like no we didn't have to do this yeah. <laughs> you know no i could have you know we could have we could have fixed this i think that i saw something very similar and i was thinking about that and that time i got reincarnated as slime season two where the character Mm. is going to, you know, sacrifice herself because she thinks that's the only way because this person has control of something of hers. I'm not trying to spoil it, but, um, you know, all that could have been avoided if she just, 
befriended Rimaru and <laughs> told him or something. You know, it, it could have been yeah. avoided. Like, yeah, no, no, they'll I never defeat this other agree. person. Right, and it's like, you don't even know him yet. How do you know he's not going to defeat whatever demon lord you're talking about? <laughs> yes, that part irritated me in season two, too, because it was very much, she fell in love with the the human and is so like, I just want you to live and remember me. And it's like, well, how about we talk to Rimuru, who we know is like all powerful, and see if he can maybe help. They're like, no, I have to sacrifice myself. <laughs> right. I have to die so you can live. Like, you really don't. You really It's like, don't. no, no, we can just, we can escape together. It's like, no, I really need to die for this. It's part of it's like, the I'm arc. I'm telling you, you don't. Right? It's part of the arc. The arc has mandated I die. So I do have to die for this. Sorry. It's part of my character development because the writers are tired of me. So this is what I need to do. Like in her case, it was like you used to show Rimuru as such a like, you know, nice, forgiving person, which is another one of my pet peeves. It's like this woman caused so much pain and hardship to Rimuru's village. And yes, she did it for, you know, specific reasons. And I'm sorry, I'm, I'm going to spoil things. It's really what's going to happen here. Um, but, spoiler warning, I mean, spoiler warning. Yes, yeah, spoiler, spoiler alert, spoiler <laughs> alerts. But she did it to, you know, because the a demon lord held her heart captive. So basically, if she didn't do this, she would die. So I get it because she was, you know, at death's door, basically. But from Rimuru's side of things, he caused a, she caused a lot of people to die that he really <laughs> cared about. So in my head, for me, I would not have forgiven her so easily. But Rimuru's like, well, we're going to kill her and replace her hard. And now we'll like, we'll have her like work with us and all of this stuff. And I'm like, you're just so nice and wonderful. And no real person would look at you and be like, you killed 50 of my people. We're going to find a way to save you. So niceness, another pet peeve. Yes. Too nice. Okay. No. Yeah. Unreasonably nice. Yeah. Like niceness is great. Mm-hmm. But when you're nice, when someone has done something, not only to hurt you, but to hurt Yep. Several people that you care about. That's a no, no. I can agree with me. you because you know who the other person yeah. that's too nice. I'm going to say mm-hmm. it out there for everybody who loves this series. Tanjiro is too nice. Way too nice. Tanjiro is too nice. Yeah. His mother raised him. For too. everyone who loves that series, like we're not going to see the movie. <laughs> His mother raised him too well and we are going to see the series. But Tanjiro is too nice. And I know that's part of his charm and why he probably succeeds in the future and how he's able to pull some things off. But Tandro's way too nice. Like, you know, he just is like, I'm going to grin and bear it. Or, you know, I think what really made me realize Tandro was too nice was when he was in the house that was flipping with the, the demon with the drums and he didn't step on his papers. Like he, he didn't even know it was the demon's papers. If you haven't seen it, I'm sorry, I'm spoiling it for you, but you should have seen Demon Slayer first season, not the movie. Yes, this is the first season of Demon Slayer. Um, (laughs) But he didn't even know it was that demon's work. Like, you know, but that demon was constantly having flashbacks like, oh, they said my work was bad and he stepped on it. And Tanjiro refused to step on it while his life was in danger. And he had like four broken ribs. (laughs) And he was like, I just grin and bear it. And I'm so scared and I can barely move in time with the drums. But finally, and the crazy part was that he said at one point, I finally learned how to move without stepping on these papers or something along those lines. And I was like, 
Tanjiro is too nice. You know, he's way yeah, too nice. Yeah, like, who cares? Step on the paper. Yeah, like, nobody said that was his work. Like, it's not like Tanjiro knew. But he's that nice that he's like, I don't want to disrespect any living thing. <laughs> like, it's not even living. Even, even if it's, it's inanimate. I want to disrespect anything. <laughs> yeah. Something living created this. So. Yes. Yeah, no, I agree. Tanjiro is way, he's way too nice. Like, there's so many, or like, there's so many flashbacks throughout the series <laughs> yeah. where it's like, right before Tanjiro kills him, it's like, this demon only wanted to find his mother. No. And Tanjiro's like, oh, my heart. No, he's like, I smell nothing but sadness coming off of him. Yes. <laughs> and despair. I smell that he never got so to live sad? out his childhood and he never had parents that loved him. This is what I smell. Yes. May you rest this in peace and God, please let this man be reborn with a family next time and not as a demon. Right. And it's like, Tanjiro, like, this man just tried to kill your whole crew. <laughs> Could you just maybe kill him once? No? Okay. I did appreciate that <laughs> despite all the hardships that the demons went through, he at least still recognized that yeah. they had to be killed. He at, he at least wasn't Naruto trying to talk no jutsu to them. Mm-hmm. Like, well, maybe we can all be friends. And if we all just live together, Tanjiro was like, okay, they do have to die. <laughs> but I feel for them. <laughs> but you know, Tanjiro was nice. But you know, he did not play about Nezuko. Because when that dude no. stabbed her in that box, that Hashira, the, the Hashira guy, mm-hmm. I don't remember which yeah. one it was. When he stabbed Nezuko in that box, Tanjiro left, came back and said, please let me headbutt that man for every time he stabbed her. I was like, that was kind of savage. <laughs> that, was, that wasn't that nice. Was, that was I savage. That. I respect it. He, no. he deserved it. Tanjiro came back and defended his sister's honor for real. He did not play about her. Right. And he wasn't like, you don't want me to kill him. I won't kill him, but I am going to headbutt him. Tanjiro yeah. has a hard head. If there's he one did. thing that's established through the series, his dude has a hard head. And that wasn't the only time he like physically def- like tried to defend her if someone said something like when that one guy who I'm totally blanking on his name uh but the guy who was uh got turned into the demon by the doctor um he oh, said she um, was ugly yeah, no, don't or something and Tandra was like oh, you just yeah. need to look at her she's in bad light it's the muzzle right. you just and he was like so dead serious it's the about Nezuko's love, beauty yes. so I love how hard he rode for her there was no niceness if you did something to her he couldn't forgive it but if you know you didn't really bother her he would like you know right be uh you know kind of chill and nice but all that niceness yeah. went out the the window so so I guess he redeemed himself Tanjiro you redeemed yourself I, yeah you don't he bother me that he at much. least rode for yeah he, I mean he at least rode for his sister if nothing mm-hmm. else you knew he was ride or die for his sister. yeah that was the whole plot of the series like <laughs> that man <laughs> ultimate rider <laughs> was die. like <laughs> not letting his sister go and I, I respect that about him for sure yes I also like yeah, I, about Tanjiro though mm-hmm. um that he respected his sister and he rode for her. But another pet peeve of mine, it wasn't in a creepy way where you were like, are they yes. incesty siblings? <laughs> like, it was never yes. that. Okay, so <laughs> I was just chatting with another friend about this because we were talking about how many anime have this weird, like, like even Bungo Stray Dogs, <laughs> which I've established is one of my favorite anime, um, has this sibling uh, relationship where the sister is like weirdly mm-hmm. in love with her brother and she ex- she like they established themselves as sister and brothers and the 
brother is clearly put off. Like he's like, you can't act like this. Yeah. This is super weird. Stop <laughs> it. And the sister is just like, you're so sweet. I love you. But she's like mm-hmm. all over him in a very creepy way. Yeah. Um, and like, I guess we're supposed to find it humorous, but it just Mm-mm. always creeps me out. And I hate when they're on screen together. And I really like the brother uh tanazaki because he has a really cool power where he can kind of like create duplicates of himself and disappear so he's really cool but every time his sister is on screen i'm just like oh now we get like five minutes of weird ancestral like i love you big brother (laughs) oh nissan Um, you know um that is very cringy when i see that it just it, it it grosses me out so much yeah um and it makes it hard for me to watch a series if somebody is like sibling you know uh incestuous like feeling yeah. relationship um you know uh but the only time i have found it to be funny um in a series which i think clearly they were trying to play off that and make fun of it and um yeah was in psyche disastrous life of psyche k when yeah. Terahashi's brother was like in love with her and Psyche would make fun of him and Terahashi was totally like grossed out by it. That's the only time I actually found it to be funny. Um, but f- because Psyche, I feel like it's just such a silly, ridiculous right. show and that I it wasn't like serious. it kind of exists. To kind of, right. It wasn't serious. And I feel like Psyche does a lot of like mm-hmm. uh, parodies yeah. of kind of anime tropes so in that case i do feel like it was a bit of a trope Mm -hmm. more or like you know acknowledging that this is a silly trope versus like making it a thing yeah yeah a hundred percent i think that it was like kind of like not paying homage to it but yeah making fun of how that exists because he was even doing that with uh like the chunibio thing and i think there was different Mm -hmm. stuff in it that was just meant to be funny with the you know the um like the guy who was like the gangster uh, dude, uh, the juvenile delinquent type dude. And so they just were taking yeah. different like anime characters and putting them all in one show and making it really funny. <laughs> so that's the only time it didn't Which bother me, you know. Yeah. Yeah. I can deal with it when it's a parody. I mean, it's kind of like uh, Konosuba for me where it's like I can I <laughs> can deal with like the more etchy you know, vibe of the show because it's clearly also making a parody of how creepy characters are mm-hmm. when they are the like, let me, let me feel on you and let me creep around kind of <laughs> characters. Like it's clearly making fun of that type of character versus if it's the actual, like we're supposed to like this guy. Like we're not supposed mm-hmm. to, I do like Kazuya from Konosuba, but yeah. we're not like supposed to really like Kazuya because he is kind of a trash person. Um, but they do a great job of showcasing him as like, he's trash. He's kind of reliable trash, but we all acknowledge that he's a trash human. Isn't uh, the other guy's name, it's not Kazuya, Kazukan from <laughs> Rent-A-Girlfriend. It's also trash. He's also a Kazuya. Kazuya. I feel like Ka- there's only, actually, Kiryu Kazuya. Yes, there's only one Kazuya I like, and it is from, uh, he is from Yakuza. The other Kazuyas are all trash. Um, <laughs> but yes, Rena Girlfriend's Kazuya is also a trash panda and also um, leads into another pet peeve of mine when all of the girls in a harem like the kind of potato guy. Like, Kazuya <laughs> has nothing going for him. No redeeming He lives qualities. in this apartment. No redeeming qualities like the dude 
just has nothing going for him. But for some reason, four women are madly in love with him. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, so Low-key, it's, it's like teaching you, like, nice is the minimum of what you should look for yes. in a guy. Because Katsuko is just a nice person. Like, that's all it is. Right. But at the same time, he's, like, has really low self-esteem and is kind of a creeper, quite honestly. Um, yeah, like, the way he kind of, like, chases after Chizuru is... That's the name, right? Chizuru, yeah. Mm-hmm. It's kind of a... It's very creepy. I would not want to be near him but i feel like that's a lot of harem characters you know? like you got tenchi or even subaru from re-zero who oh, i yeah. will admit at least from the perspective of the characters because he dies mm. and respawns they only see the best version of him yeah. that solved whatever issue they have so at least from a character perspective i can see why he's seen as like mm. subaru's great but objectively <sighs> as a viewer we can see why subaru is like not I wouldn't want to be with Subaru. I feel like even in the decisions that he does make, even in the time that he is successful, is still questionable that I would be like, mm, I don't know about this guy, <laughs> Subaru. Like, yeah, he made it through, <laughs> but it seemed like it was pure luck, <laughs> you know, by the grace yeah, of the gods. it was real touch and go. Because <laughs> right. that just didn't seem like um, all the decisions he makes are just terrible. And even after he make he makes those decisions and like, of course, Rem is like, you know, in love with him. It's still like, okay, uh, Rem, but he still don't care about you. So it's right. It's, I don't, I don't <laughs> agree with that of being like, well, I guess, yeah, if you're not really paying attention to Subaru, but a lot of those people in the, I feel like in the show actually think Subaru are worthless. Like people that aren't Amelia and Rem, everybody and Rem. else thinks yeah. Subaru is worthless except for Amelia, Rem and Otto. <laughs> like those, and the witch of envy clearly. Yeah. <laughs> which i mean Otto is like barely not useless so i would take his opinion with a grain yeah. of salt. even though i do i did find myself adoring mm-hmm. Otto by the time the second season was over um he is still relative mm-hmm. as far as like all the other characters in the show go mm-hmm. he's relatively useless yeah um but you're right i do think most of especially the male characters recognize subaru is like mm-hmm. nah this dude's kind of useless and then you have the female characters who are like subaru mm-hmm. He saved me and he has such a kind heart and he's so strong and willing to go on. And it's like, no, the dude just keeps mm-hmm. getting reincarnated. He literally has to keep going. He kind of has no other option. Yeah, I mean, he could just go leave and be a blacksmith like you would do. <laughs> he could just leave and go to another town and not <laughs> have anything to do with that and just let them all die. Uh, but I feel like uh, the only person that does it. Uh, the female kind is like Ram. She's the one that's like, you're useless by yeah. Sue. <laughs> yeah. Like, I think she at least, but she has other issues because she's, yeah. you know, she's, crushing on Roswell's so creepy behind. Yeah, she's so. got Stockholm mm. Syndrome. <laughs> so. Yeah. Serious case. Very serious case. Stockholm Syndrome. <laughs> well, we're going to be uh, praying for Rem and Ram to make better cho- men choices. Yes. <laughs> both of them. <laughs> They're siblings. They both clearly make bad choices. Uh, (laughs) We'll pray for them. Yes. It's at least not as bad as the Sundere character. So the like mean female character because she doesn't know how to deal with her emotions. Like I was watching. I mean, this is in pretty much everything. But I was watching Toradora Mm -hmm. um, the other day and the palm top tiger, Taiga, she is a Sundari character. She 
likes this guy but doesn't know how to express it so she's super duper mean she's mean to everyone she starts to like another character the main character and she's mean to him once she starts to realize it and it's so much of the problems that happen in this anime are because she's just so mean and unwilling to express her feelings Mm -hmm. and i hate those type of characters it's like you're not cute you're just like emotionally stunted i love taiga Mm -hmm. she is emotionally stunted uh, she just doesn't know how to process her emotions. I feel like we're all a little bit sundere sometimes. <laughs> you know, on the <laughs> Speak inside. for yourself, all right. <laughs> we're all sundere on the inside. No, no. I feel That's like you. Well, I, I don't think I'm definitely sundere, but I think there could be a time where I could be. You know, you if somebody Sundere surprises tendencies. me, I'm like, oh my gosh, uh, get away from me. <laughs> but I'm just surprised. I'm not, <laughs> you know, I don't hate you. I'm just worried. Yeah, but full on sundere. <laughs> but I definitely agree. Um, the Cinderella sometimes can get tiring because it's like, okay, it's cute, like the first five episodes, but then when it's like in you watch and it drags on for <laughs> for 50 episodes, you're like, okay, we get it. You like her. Just just admit you like right. her and stop just being mean you to like her. her. Or, you know, uh, pushing, pushing her away or, you know, doing this because you don't know how to express yourself. What's worse is when somebody is like a Cinderella character. And they're mean for like 20 episodes and then they finally come to Mm -hmm. terms that they love that person and then they're super nice and then that other person is creeped out and they're like, why is he like this all of a sudden? It's like, yes. He's not supposed to be this way. (laughs) Because for 20 episodes, you treated her like trash. But now that you, you know, that she found something better or some other character appeared or, you know, this is the end of the season, all of a sudden you're changing from Sundari to be like, I like you and you're all creepily nice. That's a little much. Yes. That's annoying too. That also, yeah, that does irritate me. It's like, pick who you're going to be. Are you either like the jerk that I just have to love despite? Because that's the thing, like these, that's, and it happens, I guess it happens on both sides with like female main mm-hmm. leads and male main leads. But like you fall in love with them despite them being a Sundere. And then all of a sudden they flip completely where they're like, I realized I like mm-hmm. you. So now I'm going to be, super duper lovey-dovey and oh you want melon bread let me go to the cafeteria stand in line to get it for you and it's like well wait a minute because two days ago this was not you like i need you to choose a side so that is very irritating yeah when it's like that super serious like hot guy in the anime who's rude to the girl the whole time and then all of a sudden he's like buying her flowers and she's like i don't know how to act around him and he's like i told you it's simple i want you and she's like oh you want me and then the music plays and he's like yes i've been in love with you from the day that i saw you 30 episodes ago (laughs) when i looked at you and called you a piece of trash for bumping into me so yes i was secretly in love with you i loved you and it didn't which i i didn't realize it until now at the end of the season when my competition appeared right it wasn't until this random guy transfers to our school that i realized (laughs) this was love (laughs) And now I love you. So please accept these flowers and be with me and forget about all the way I treated you. And it was toxic. I got it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Just forget about all that. I mean, I will admit that I am the person who, despite, I, I know I just said that I hate Sundari characters, but when I'm playing a game where I have to romance a mm-hmm. character, I do tend to go to that character first. And I'm like, this guy treated me like a jerk. I can change him. And so I do have this like evil laugh of satisfaction. I'm like, yeah, look who's buying me flowers and rubbing my feet now. Ha, you called me a trash person 
I don't know, two weeks ago, but now you're in love with me. Ha ha ha. Yeah, you're like, I gave you a piece of corn or an egg every day inside of Harvest Moon. Yes. Talked to you on your birthday. And now you love me. <laughs> now you love me. And it was worth it all. And uh, meanwhile, I'm like, ooh, right. that guy's rude. I'm going after the nice, sweet doctor <laughs> who already likes me and laughs at my jokes and doesn't say, hmm. You've got dirt on your shoes. Yes, I'm a farmer, you weirdo. <laughs> you <cut. laughs> you're rude person. Do you just say that? Mm, I guess you're half. And then even when you get like two hearts with them and they like you, they're like, I guess you're half decent to look at. <laughs> it's like, did you just really say that to me? Like, no. Like, so what type of nagging comment was that? <laughs> you look good for once. <laughs> yeah. I guess you look better than normal today. And then they run away, and I'm like, uh, no. So no, Mari. Like, why did you think that was okay to say? <laughs> I don't go after the Sindere character in a game. Uh, I usually try to go for the nicer person, you know, who flirts yes. with me, treats me nice all along. I don't want to challenge at this age and, you know, in life. I don't want to challenge anymore. I want it to be easy. I mean, I don't want to challenge in real life. That's why I go for them in the video games and I go for the nice guys in real life. <laughs> I just get all, I get all of that angst out in the video games. Yeah, see, no, I'm like, mm mm. I don't even wanna don't even wanna romance this toxic man. <laughs> <laughs> just across the board, just no. Yeah, no, no. I'll keep it to uh, you know, just going after the nice guy with a stable job, you know, like the Cullens. I'm all about yeah. it. Cullen, one hundred percent nice guy with seems like he's got good credit. I know credit doesn't exist the in video games. The most boring. Right? He's like just the most boring, boring video game character. You no, know, they're he not is. boring. They're just they're definitely less boring. interesting than the others, but not boring. Mm. If you're less interesting than everyone else, I think that qualifies you as boring, but okay. No, you could be less interesting than somebody, but that doesn't mean you're boring, Mari. Come on. I'm trying to think if I've found an anime character to be boring. I don't think I've... I found some series to be boring, but not even boring. They just drag out too long. But I don't think yeah. there's been a character that I've been like, I'm bored with this person. Uh, I was bored with yeah. at first. You know what? I was bored with at first Karasuma and School Rumble. <laughs> but then Ooh, it was like okay, a couple yeah. of episodes. And then later I was like, oh, he has this interesting backstory. But at first I was like, why does Tenma like him? He's like low key kind of boring. But that's another pet peeve of mine. When there's um, too much backstory that doesn't make any sense, it's not relevant to this. It's like, okay, every episode there's a backstory on something and it's just filler, <laughs> you know? Yeah, I'm talking to you one piece. Yeah. No, I'm sorry. <laughs> no, I'm I was like, wait, we can't, we can't start firing shots at the one piece and Naruto people yet. We got to give it a couple episodes. I, I didn't say anything Naruto <laughs> fans, <laughs> but... Um, no, but they do that in a lot of animes. It's, it's not just those where sometimes there's just, just useless filler and random stuff where it's just like, okay, we got it. Like, we don't need these backstories on these characters that right. we don't like, or we don't care about or about to die, you know? Right. Um, I only need the backstory on the characters that, you know, are going to play an important part. Not I'm going to see them for two episodes and they're going to disappear. And I'm like, okay, what happened to that dude whose dad never loved him? And pushed him off a ship and, you know, and then he was found and they changed his name and all this random stuff. You know, it's just some random backstory and then you never right. see that dude again. I'm like, maybe in the manga or the light novel or something, he's going to come back at the right, end. But it's and like, it doesn't. it's like, no, you just literally never see that man again. You literally yeah. never <laughs> see him again and you got this full on backstory about him. 
And so I do hate that. Yeah, <laughs> I'm not a fan of the the randomness that happens that just isn't going to help the story progress either. Yeah, I do feel I'm like torn between because I did remind me of Demon Slayer and I was talking about the <laughs> okay. like how every demon has a backstory well, right before they're about to die. And on one hand, I mm-hmm. love it because it did, it did like it made me tear up a couple of times and it like I think it's used to build. Mm-hmm up how sympathetic Tanjiro is. Yeah. But at the same time, it was one of those points where it's like, I don't really <laughs> care how this demon got to this point. Like, or, or maybe it could have been done differently. Like where yeah. if it happened before or like in a different episode where it was leading mm-hmm. up to it versus it's like, Tanjiro was right about to cut the, you know, cut the string. Yeah. And it's like, my father left me <laughs> at the woods and he never came back. <laughs> like right before he cuts his like, head off or something. And I'm like, all right, I don't care. No, yeah. they're, they're always like, I had a ball once. I wonder who that person was with the ball. <laughs> and it goes back. Yes. <laughs> it goes back to it. Which, yeah, I, I agree. Like, it did make Tondro like, oh, Tondro's this really sweet person. And he's humanizing these demons. And he's pitying them. And But it was like every demon he killed sometimes right. that you're just like, okay, I don't need this. Like, I got it. For the, for the forest arc, you know, with the spider family... That made sense mm-hmm. of why Rui was the way he was. You know, that teared me up. Right. But there were some demons where I was like, do I really need to know? But I, I guess I got it because, but as if, put it this way, if Demon Slayer is going to keep going and going, right? Tondra is probably going to kill right. more and more demons. Is Are we going to see backstories for, for these demons yeah, for every and these people? Or like, you know, dude with the mask yeah. from the boulder. Um which I don't even think he had a backstory. No, he didn't. I, I well, they, no, he did. He used to train. Mm-hmm. Well, I guess he. Kind but they of didn't flashback story with the master. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they didn't yeah. do any flashbacks. Yeah, they didn't really flashback. Yeah, but he deserved a flashback. Actually, now that I think about right. it, right? Yeah, if anyone deserved a flashback, it would have been the the two mass siblings who helped him cut the boulder. Yeah. Yeah, no, I agree. And it's it's one of those things where like every demon was a good demon. Is the <laughs> other thing person. like everyone he killed had like oh I like the demon with the uh with the uh drums. Mm-hmm. It was like oh he was a good person, but no one ever praised his work, and that's how he turned. You yeah. know, his soul got corrupted and stuff like that. It was like so all of these people were just good. There are bad mm-hmm. people in this world. Yeah, I know statistically there are more good people than bad people. But you mean to tell me every single demon that Tondrell ran into was a good person? Mm-hmm. Every single one? I, that, right. that made me feel bad. I was like, dang, I could have been one of those demons. It's like, you know. Right. Just minding my business. And I get turned, turned into, into a, a demon. demon. That's my backstory. I was minding my business. I didn't have anything sad happen. Right. My parents loved me. But then uh, Musa yeah. shows up and turns me into a demon. I was at the grocery store. <laughs> right. I was at the farmer's market and Muson showed up. And then I ate everybody in the grocery store. (laughs) Whoopsies. And that's my flashback. And Tondro's like, there's so much sadness coming from her. I smell it. And groceries. I smell the sadness (laughs) and groceries. (laughs) And groceries. May she be reborn as a grocery clerk. I'm like, no, Tondro, I want to be born as a princess. I'm like, no, I want to, yeah. It's something a little bit better than a grocery clerk, just anything. He's like, nope, too late. Goodbye, demon. (laughs) Too late. You work at Walmart now. Goodbye. <laughs> Come on, Nesco. <laughs> Come on, Nesco. Okay, so yes, moving past the uh, the sad character arc, I guess. Uh, my next 
characters that irritate me would be the weird pervy character, like Mineta from My Hero Academia. I feel like he's even weirder because he's supposed to be so young. Like, they're all, like, 16, 17, Mm -hmm. and he's just already such a creeper. But there always tends to be, especially in, like, shonen anime, there's always, like, that one guy who's just a complete yeah, creep. With the fingers. He's like, oh. He's like, yes. Like, he's got the, yeah, weird wiggly Kazu trash fingers going on. Like, should I just touch her, her, her chest? Is that what she's yes. asking? And she's, like, clearly not asking she's that. She's standing right in front of me. I should touch her. Right. Yes. Or let's all sneak into the uh, hot springs while they're in there and see who, you know, like, there's always that creepy character. <laughs> It's just like, what if y'all just didn't? <laughs> I think the only time that I've I've liked a creepy c- character is um Heaven's Lost Property. <laughs> Heaven's, <laughs> Heaven's Lost Property. He was so creepy that uh, I think that was like the he was the main character too. It was hilarious. He mm-hmm. I don't know if you've seen Heaven's Lost Property, but <laughs> I haven't seen all of it. I've only seen like. I don't know. The time like episode, he, maybe. he wished yeah. for all the panties to be like birds and then he made a panty robot and <laughs> it, was, <laughs> it was terrible, but it was hilarious because it backfired on him and they like blew up in his face. Um, that's probably the only time that I've actually enjoyed a creeper, but you're right. Like yeah. the creepy creepers in the anime that are like overly creepy and they're annoying and, mm-hmm. um, you know, they really serve no purpose, I guess, other than to be than to comedic be relief yeah. or something like that. So, yeah, I get it. Um, but when it's just too creepy, it's like, you know, where they're just like, oh, my gosh. And then they explode. And it's like clearly like some sexual innuendo. Right. You know, yeah. it's fine when it happens like a few times. Are you times. talking about the entirety of Food Wars? No. <laughs> <laughs> No, um, because I haven't really watched Food Wars, um, so I, I've seen a few scenes from it, but I'm thinking of, like, mm-hmm. just really creepy characters. There's a creepy girl character I'm thinking of with glasses that I, I can't even remember where she's from, but she's always trying to sneak and do something and, like, have sex with, like, a male male character, and I can't think of it. It might be in yeah. Sekure. It might be somewhere else. I told you all the glasses characters look the same to me after yes. a while. So, They're all, they all yeah. turn to the same character. And sometimes yes. they have the same voice actor. I'm like, did you two know you took on the yeah. same job twice? Mm-hmm. Uh, I think they, they just get typecast. as like, you're a glasses girl. You with pigtails. And you're going to be a creeper. Right. Yeah. You know, any creeper character. Or like the characters who's no... Like uh, Master Roshi from Dragon Ball, where like mm-hmm. his nose would bleed. Or they get like... Or like Master Roshi was just like ultimate creeper. Mm-hmm. Yeah, when it becomes too much, you're like, I just want to get to the plot. That's when I think it's annoying. When it's too much creep, it's it's just like, <laughs> okay, I want to get to the part. I don't want to have to deal with this creepiness all the time. And it's taking away from the plot. It's like, it's okay. It's not comedic relief now. You're actually very annoying and super creepy. So like, let's stop. Yeah, it reminds me of, um. I don't know if you've gotten all the way caught up in Fire Emblem, or Fire Emblem, wow, sorry, no Fire Emblem, you're cool. <laughs> it's like, Fire, Emb- Fire Emblem no, anime? <laughs> no, Fire Emblem I got other uh, issues with, which is going to come up, but I meant Fire Force. Um, the cat girl, what is her uh, name? Uh, Tamaki. So she, like, you know, she, like, falls out of her clothes. Like, she's unlucky, and her unluckiness manifests in the fact that, like, her clothes fall off. Um, mm-hmm. And that's always bother me because it's supposed to be i guess comic relief but 
it's not funny at all and it's she's the only character that it happens to and it just happens so randomly where it'll be an, an important part of the series or a very like serious thing happening and they'll all be fighting and all of a sudden like she falls out of her clothes or she falls in such a way where like her boobs land in someone's hands or something like that and it's her unlucky trait and it's one of those okay. things where it's like, is this necessary? Does this have to be here? Because otherwise, this is a great anime. And then we have like, oh, here's a random fan service. Yeah, it sounds like Sekirei to me. <laughs> it is not, a, running it gag is not as bad as Sekirei her, for what it's worth. She was always getting out of her clothes. And she was like, I need to be, you know, more uh, <laughs> more modest. That's, that's what I think was the running gag that she was trying to be more modest. Mm. Because she would always end up like having her shirt ripped off and her breasts were showing and it was really annoying. She'd be like half naked. Yeah. Um, yeah, I do hate fan servicey things like that. Like the the one thing I hate is when that happens and then I'm like, okay, this is turned into hentai. There's slimes coming out <laughs> and slimes. stuff that like this was a good anime until this part. Like right. and now she's I think, she's being attacked was... by tentacle monsters. Like, what's happening? <laughs> <laughs> you know, um, I guess you know, the only time, like I said, it's it's good for the creepy and all that stuff is because when I thought about uh, the slimes and all that, I thought about uh, Kano Suba again. Yeah. <laughs> and what's her name? Darkness? Oh, is yes. That- Darkness. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> she, she's like, yes, please take me to the slimes. Yes. Take- oh, my goodness. The lettuce monsters are attacking me. Yes, more. Darkness is, yes, Darkness is the exception to the rule. This is another reason why Kono Suba is the exception to all of this. <laughs> but um yeah no i don't like it when i'm like okay i was watching this because then also that's like the one reason that i feel like people in the anime community get looked at as weird because somebody walks in on you watching that one anime where the character's boobs come out and you're like this isn't what it looks like this is not what the show is about i swear it's got a good plot there's fighting. There's. This is not about right. somebody in a hot spring boobs and getting plot. rubbed up and lathered down. <laughs> this is yes. not. This isn't this about is, that. This, this is, is about... just the hot springs episode. But I promise the rest of the anime isn't like this. <laughs> They're like yes, but why do they take a hot springs bath all the time? <laughs> it's like look, okay. I don't know. <laughs> I'm sorry. Um, it has been interesting in. Um, I I can't. I'm just tell you right now. Let me just Google the title. Uh, but suppose uh, <laughs> suppose something something kid last started town dungeon boonies blah 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 yeah. Um, but it has been interesting in that aspect. There has been a creepy person, but it's kind of funny. But then also sometimes there are those hot spring scenes that are kind of questionable. Mm-hmm. But thankfully they don't actually show anything. Yeah. Um, it's there's like it's shot from another angle where you just know that he happened to be naked or this person happened to be naked and that's where it's been kind of funny so i think that's been kind of graceful and also lloyd belladonna is a character that is kind of no he's nothing like subaru he's like the (laughs) anti-subaru where um he's actually very powerful but he doesn't believe it right so he's not faking it till he makes it he like actually doesn't know how powerful he is so um, I think that's one thing that I actually really like about it. Yeah. And also the title is, I finally got it. Suppose a kid from the last Dungeon Boonies moved to a starter town. Yes. Bam. Okay. <laughs> the longer the title, the more I like it. It's but true. I always forget, forget that title. 
<laughs> it's the isekai staple. If the title's long, there's a good chance it's going to be at least kind of decent. I'm waiting for a paragraph to show up. I'm going to be like, oh, yeah. yeah. Like, this is I'm the spending one. My yeah. Two weeks. <laughs> no, <laughs> what I'm this. up on. <laughs> it's like just something super long. Suppose a kid from the last starter town dungeon in the boonies goes to a new town, makes friends, becomes OP, but he doesn't know it. I'm like, mm. like, yep. That's what I like. I'm right there. <laughs> <laughs> I'm in for the long haul yeah. on this one. <laughs> we gonna watch gonna season one great. and two. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, let me buy all the books right now. Uh, <laughs> just buy the books. Just... <laughs> just buy a couple figures. I'm in. I'm in this. That did uh, remind me of, I guess, the reverse reverse question mark of a pervy character when the characters like when there is a male character and something happens where they inexplicably like touch a female character inappropriately like the example of this i have is i was playing um trolls of cold steel a couple of mm-hmm. days ago and the characters are basically in this dungeon there's a trap door the trap door lets out everyone falls down the trap door and of all of the people falling the female character with the bigger chest um, ends up falling on the ground, or no, ends up falling on top of the male character where her chest ends up directly in his face. Mm-hmm. Of course. And, right, yeah, of I course. Because how was she falling? I was going to say the chest way? or she had on a skirt and yes, her underwear and her under- ends up in his face. Yes. And he's between her legs for some reason and he's right. freaking out and turning red and his nose bleeds and then he explodes. Right. And then he <laughs> explodes at the end. It was pretty much that. At least in this case, he so he's like the stoic character. So mm-hmm. he didn't react at all. He was just kind of like, I kind of can't breathe. Can you get off of me? But so she gets up off of him and he's like, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to land underneath you. And of course, she's like doing the anime girl tremble where her fists are bald and her like whole body shaking. And then mm-hmm. she like raises her hand and smacks him. Did she slap him? Yeah, of okay. course she slaps him. Yeah. And of course, he had no way of changing the way they would have fallen. Like, he he didn't do this. The the floor dropped from underneath them. There's no reason for him to be slapped, first of all. But second of all, how in the world did they happen to fall that way? Like, of all the characters, there's four characters in total. There's the older character. Like, the older character doesn't land that way. And then the, like, 14-year-old-ish character. They both land perfectly mm-hmm. fine. But then these two characters manage to fall in a, like, precarious situation. And, of course, it leads to her smacking him. Mari, we know how the laws of gravity work in anime and <laughs> yes. physics. That one, the character that's busty or cute or whatever always falls. And she always falls near um, Senpai. She either bumps <laughs> into him with her books and falls with her skirt up. Or um, she bumps into him and falls on him. Or if she has big boobs, he's in her breast and she's like doesn't know. And he's like, I'm kind of stuck here. <laughs> or he falls, you know, into her skirt or into her crotch somehow it's yes. it's weird it just happens but that's just how gravity works right. in anime yeah clearly I can't explain it to you yeah the laws of anime or i guess the laws of physics and gravity work differently around <laughs> boobs and butt in the anime world and, mm-hmm. <laughs> and faces we'll, we'll know we'll know we're in anime if we ever fall in it like yes. i have a skirt on and my skirt flies up and i fall in some dude's face right. and that's how i meet the love of my life <laughs> just and some he's random a totally man. great guy yeah, but he didn't mean it. He's like, I'm sorry. And I slap him. I either, I'm either oblivious to it. I'm like, I'm sorry. 
or you, you know, slap him. I stand and I run away, or I slap him. I'm like, you perv, and I do a or I do a high kick. Yeah, you can see my underwear anyways, and I knock right, him out. You like knock, leaves. yeah, kick him on the top of his yeah. head, and he passes. Or I kick out. him, kick him into space, turns into a star. You know, just the number, the gravity. Yeah, see? again, right. again, laws gravity. of gravity. Yeah, give me strength to knock him out. Give you strength that makes absolutely no sense. Yeah. That's good to know. It it's a gravity sense. thing. In the anime world. I mean, clearly. <laughs> it because is. it happens way too often. <laughs> Where they all fall in those weird places. And it's just like, you know, it rarely ever happens to the girls where the guy falls all the time and he falls into, I mean, she falls into his private areas. Yeah. That doesn't really happen. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm, I'm trying to think of if I've ever seen an anime where that happens. And I don't think I have. Like, I think it's always the other way around. I mean, there's been the the times where like the female characters into it like you have the girl who's supposed to be like mm-hmm. flirty and she's like oh what are you doing down there um yeah so you see that she's like we're gonna get married yeah, we're gonna get married you have to take responsibility <laughs> like you see that character <laughs> run right yes run <laughs> away run away if you see isn't there there's one that just came out one anime that came out that's kind of like that um isn't it like a don't tease me, uh, Nagatoro san, or something like that. <laughs> I don't, something I, like that. Yeah, I think it's something like that where the dude ends up in all these positions, but he's not actually like that. And so this girl decides to mess with him the whole series, but she's actually in love with him, oh, and she gets like really protective yes, over him. I um, I read the manga for that. I know what you're talking about. Uh, it's I can't remember the name of it, but I've been reading the manga, which is sad because mm-hmm. I can't remember the name of it. But yeah, she is very much a, like she's kind of a bully. And she's like, oh, you're such mm-hmm. a perv. You keep doing this, that, and the third. And he's like, no, that's not what I meant to do. And then he leaves. And she's like, I wish he would have stayed a little bit longer. She's a mix of two things that I hate because she is both Sundere. Mm-hmm. She is mean, a yep. complete jerk to him. She bullies him. She like, it's very condescending. He's an artist, like a painter. And she... Mm-hmm bullies him on his artwork for a very long time. She's like, oh, is this the best art you can do? Oh, it's not that good when he's like a very talented artist. So she's a bully. (laughs) And then on top of that, she's the girl who's like, oh, you ran it. You fell into my panties. Or I knew you were looking at me weird. Like she's the worst of two different character types. Yeah. She seems like it. I've seen like uh, the trailer for it Mm -hmm. and clips uh, that Crunchyroll will post on YouTube, but I haven't actually watched it. And I'm like, this seems like she is terrible. Like, why would, why, why does this nice guy have to end up with this girl probably at the end and marrying her and having kids with her and the kids are kind of like her and then half are like him, you know what I'm saying? (laughs) Couldn't imagine raising a child like her. Yeah, where it's like, Oh my gosh, they end up together and they move into an apartment, they have kids. That's like what it happens in long game. Yeah. And it's like, no, she has a problem. And of course, that's I guess that's just how anime works where she just redeems herself somewhere right. down the line. Somewhere she's like, and actually kinda... I was in love with you yeah. since I was three when you saved my dog in the street. You don't remember me all of a sudden he has flashbacks <laughs> and he's like, Who's this girl? And it's like I it I me. hate that. Yes. I hate that surprise flashback at the end where it all makes sense and you're like that doesn't make sense. Right. You can't just this like whole retcon time she was their his whole... childhood right. friend. <laughs> and he just now noticed. <laughs> he saved her life when they were younger. Right. He literally got hit by a truck and... <laughs> because of her and he can't remember. <laughs> remember anything? Okay, I got it. Cool. Right. Like cool. Until the last two two chapters and oh okay, got it. 
<laughs> they're like, uh, we got to make this make sense somehow. So right. we're going to go back and have her be somebody from his childhood. He saved. Which I mean, 10 years ago. Still doesn't make <laughs> sense because if I saved someone and they turned out to be a complete asshole, I would still be like, oh, great. I, I saved your life and this is how you repay me. Cool. I hate you even more now. <laughs> <laughs> that's like uh, <laughs> I can't even think of the name of it Mari you know I can't remember the names of anything I just try to describe it to you in like categories type <laughs> we'll figure it out it's fine go, go. charades go it's the, <laughs> literally it's like love something love it's Hina? not love he love uh, no <laughs> it's a uh, love, love something <laughs> but it's about the one where the girl was like in love with her childhood friend and she was basically like a servant to him and he was an idol and his name was Sho. And then she hears him one day and he's like, she's useless. I don't like her. She's stupid. And she's like, I'm going to get revenge on you by becoming an idol myself. And uh, just to get revenge on you for hating me. And I was like in love with you the whole time. And she cuts her hair and she goes to this agency to apply to be an idol, but they don't want to take her because she's so angry that they're like, we like the anger because it helps you be, like become an actor. But at the same time, you have no love in your heart. So they put her in this program to make her better. And then there's like this guy there who's an idol, who's like a direct competition of the childhood friend show of hers. <laughs> and um, this whole time he's like super mean to her. And he's like, you're not fit to be an actor. Like all you want is revenge. That's not a good reason. So he'll give her like bad marks on assignments that she needs to move up. But then like, I think, Spoiler, spoiler, spoiler for anybody that is going to watch this or is watching this very old anime. I can't even remember the name of. He's like somebody from her childhood that she gave something to a long time ago or something weird. I think that's the plot of it. I could be wrong. Correct me if I am. But I remember his name like she called him Corn or something. From what I remember, it was something like that. So if you know the name of the anime, drop it in the comments. It's love something. If you you know the name of the anime, please someone tell me because I have no idea (laughs) Lana, I feel like I, I'm gonna look it up. up. <laughs> I, his name was Show. I I want to say Show something, something. Okay, so it, that does that is another pet peeve of mine where there is a mis like a misunderstanding because no one ever communicated. Like I was wa- reading a manga a couple of days ago where the characters like basically they're in love with each other and this is a multi layer pet peeve where they're in love with each other and won't tell each other that they like each other. And I think the thing that irritated me more is that they're not children. Like this isn't like a high school romance where they're afraid to tell each other how they feel. They're both adults who are in the workforce. And neither one of them, and like the guy will take her out to dinner. And it's clearly doing things that someone who's trying to court you would do, but then it won't say, hey, I'm interested in you and I want to date you. And then the girl, on the other hand, is going out with him and stuff. And she's like, he's just doing it because we're friends. Um, (laughs) But then she, of course, starts to catch feelings for him and sees him walking out of a cafe with another woman and smiling. (laughs) And so she's like, what if he's cheating on me or he doesn't really love me as much as he says he does? Yeah. So she runs away, of course, and it takes four chapters for them to reconcile. Mm-hmm. And eventually she finds out that the girl that he was coming outside of the cafe with was his sister. And it's just a bunch of shenanigans. <laughs> like that his mom. Right. Yeah. It's like <laughs> his mom, his sister, his friend from college, like literally just a girl that he knows. And it could have all been soft. She walked up and said, hey, Kentaro. 
Who's that girl? Oh, this is my sister. Oh, nice to meet you, Kentaro, sister. Boom. End, end of issue. Like, no problems. <laughs> yeah, again, lack of communication. Oh, and the anime I was thinking of, it's not love something. The name of the agency she goes to, like the program she is in love something. But the name of the anime is Skip Beat. Oh, Skip Beat. I do remember Skip, Skip Beat. Beat. Whoa. How did you I not pick up that plot? <laughs> because I was like, so I never, I never watched the anime for Skip Beat and I never read it. That was my sister. My sister and I have mm-hmm. weird rules about a lot of things. Just real quick. There are certain video games that I, there's only characters I play and there's only characters she plays. So okay. if we're playing a game together, she gets to play certain characters, I get to play certain characters. Same thing with manga. When we were younger, there were certain manga I was reading. And if I was reading mm-hmm. it, she couldn't read and vice versa. So I was reading Fushigi Yugi yeah. while she was reading Skip Beat. Um, and we gotcha. couldn't read each other's manga. Gotcha. Gotcha. Okay, that makes sense. It does? Okay. I, I think I did something similar with my sister, <laughs> where she only played PlayStation stuff and I only played Nintendo, but then yeah. she got out of video games and I started playing both of them. But to your point about the communication aspect of hating that where they see somebody, you just like basically gave, <laughs> that's like the whole plot of Peach Girl mm-hmm. <laughs> that yes. Momo and Kyrie always misunderstand so much right and they don't communicate that like you know the whole plot of peach girl she could have saved toji heartache you know um that whole time if she had just talked about some stuff with Kyrie. like who is this person she would just see a picture and be like oh it's the woman he loves or oh it must be the woman woman he's still in love with yeah Oh, he didn't show up at the train station. It's like, no, his brother just got beat to death at the hospital. Right. Why don't you just ask him instead of being like, you know what? No, now I'm going to go be with Toji because Kyrie didn't show up. up. And I told him that if he didn't show up, I was going to move on. And it's like, no, like, it's like you wouldn't he had a, but then he didn't even explain himself. He just let it go. That was the, okay, that's the other like, thing that bothers me because he did just let it yeah. go. And I feel like so many male characters do that where it's like. Mm-hmm. I guess she doesn't. She's, like, she's she better off. Into me. Yeah, she's better off with whoever else. And it's like, why? You mm-hmm. like her. Why wouldn't you be like, hey, my brother got beat up, so I was at the hospital? Yeah, they were all really terrible about me. Even Toji was like that when Sai was like, I'm in a blackmail Momo. He should have immediately been like, okay, Momo, I'm breaking up with you because this person is blackmailing you. Right. So. I'm only pretending, but it's not real. What do you want to do? Do you want her to release the pictures? Should we go to the police? What should we do? Right. But no, he just didn't say nothing and cried when Momo sat outside the door and got a cold and then, you know, felt some type of way about it. So it's like like, all this could have been avoided. Right. If you had just, again, used your words. I was so surprised. I was reading a manga. Well, it was a, it was a manhwa Korean manga that where the characters actually did like they go, they almost get blackmailed, and she instead of like freaking out, brings the phone to the guy because the guy's like the director at the company, and so the girl, one of the girls, like likes this guy who's the director of the company. So she's like, "I mm-hmm. saw you guys, you know, kissing in the shadows. I'm going to release this photo, so you have to break up, and then I'll have a chance with him." And so instead, she goes to the guy that she's dating, the director, and she's like, what do you want to do about this? And I was so surprised because, of course, the the chapter ends on the cliffhanger where she's like, I caught this picture of you and you've got like three days to break up with him. And so I was like, oh, no, not this again. And then the next chapter, she immediately goes to him and was like, so what do you want to do? And she's like, and he's like, it's actually Mm -hmm. not like an offense that we're dating. I was just keeping it, you know, a secret so people didn't think I was favoring you. Like that kind of thing. It it like all resolves Mm -hmm. itself. And I think that was the first time ever that I was like, oh, look, they communicated and nothing happened. Oh, wow. my God. A healthy relationship. <laughs> yeah. 
a healthy relationship? Did, did they just did have they a just, healthy bond? Right. <laughs> did they just like talk about it? What? <laughs> like a, you should do? Right. <laughs> Instead of getting upset and running away and thinking that it's over right. and or not breaking up and not explaining yourself yeah. and moving to a whole nother city. <laughs> <laughs> and then coming back years later. I was always in love with when you. When she's already moved on. Right. <laughs> with the, the guy who showed up and he was just there, you know, to be filler and backstory for her. <laughs> to be filler and backstory. <laughs> and now this person that treated her like trash has finally got his act yes, together. Yes, and she's going to it's run like, back to I've always loved you. And uh, I love you so much it hurts. <laughs> I think maybe my pet peeve list should just be romance manga or anime because that is another pet peeve of mine. Like, well, oh. you know, they're okay, but you know what is a pet peeve of mine? Hmm. When all the characters like the the girl, right? Mm-hmm. Like I'm going, I'm coming for villainous. Yes. When all of them like Katarina, and she's oblivious to it. Oh my like, god! Like she's so oblivious. It's clear as day that everybody is in love with you. Yes. And um, she's oblivious to it, and she's like, hmm, I have a, you know, like. Prince Giordo kisses her on the neck. She gets a hickey. Right. She's like, oh. And then her brother's like, it's a bug bite. And she's like, oh. Hmm. I don't know. Bite. Or he invites her to his room, you know, and he has snacks. And he clearly invited her there because he wanted to be alone with her because he loves her. Right. And like, he gets her gifts. And he even outwardly said, I love you. And she's like, oh, it must have been a dream. Yeah. So I hate As when the, the main character is so oblivious to the people being in love with them. Yes. That it's like, okay, yeah, one, two episodes, fine. I got it. You know, you have low self-esteem, whatever. Or you don't think anyone could ever like you because you're plain. Okay, that's a that's a, a Bella a Bella Swan <laughs> Twilight <laughs> Bella complex. Swan. I mean, but to be <laughs> She's fair. not even an anime. Mm, right. But, yeah. <laughs> but you're like, eh, why should he like her? Because yeah. she smells good, Mari. <laughs> but smells she smells like a steak to him. Yeah. I would like somebody that smelled like steak too. I mean, I would maybe want to <laughs> like, bite into their arm, but yeah. I don't think I want to marry him. <laughs> Probably not. Yeah. <laughs> right. I might want to nibble on your finger but, a little bit. <laughs> but if I was a, 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 a steak eating vampire, then maybe. Yeah, you're right. But. You know, I just don't like that in the show when the character is just so oblivious to all the other characters yes. like being in love with them. They're like, mm, no, yeah. ah, why did you do this for me? And then they are—they're asking them the—the the, this is what really gets me when they're oblivious to the person liking them, and then they think that person likes someone else. So they ask them, "Well, who do you like?" Oh it's a secret, God. and they're like, yeah. "Why can't you tell me?" Because it's forbidden. They're like. <gasps> Is he in love with another man? And another like forbidden man. like that? Like what type it's of like... forbidden? Or when they describe the character, the main character, like, well, the person I like is so kind and forgiving. And sometimes yeah, they're a little kind. clumsy. But overall, and they're like, they sound like they're really nice. And it's like, no doofus. He was clearly explain- <laughs> He was clearly describing you. Like, what? And then, <laughs> and then that character's like, yes, they are really nice yeah. and amazing. And they're looking at them like staring at them. Yeah. Yeah, she's so stupid. Right. <laughs> but I love her because she but is stupid. I love stupid. her because she's just so dumb. That's kind of like Momo with Toji. Yeah. She didn't believe that Toji liked it, but she believed it in like three episodes right. pretty fast. Yeah, but I her feel friend like she got over like... it kind of quickly. It didn't take her a whole series. 
Yeah, well, or she didn't get over it. She was just like, I'm going to yeah. date him, even though I don't think he actually likes me. She's like, no, you said you don't like girls with dark skin. And he was like, no, I never said that. I don't, I think I might've said, I don't like girls that tan. And she's like, no, my friend told me. And I was like, right. how can you believe that your friend like, over told you? Yeah, he's right here saying, I like you. I want you to be my girlfriend. I like you, right. <laughs> and she's like, no, but I'll date you. And you'll leave me because you, my but... skin isn't fair. Right. Which, I mean, to be so, fair, as often yeah. as you hear the, like, oh, they had such pale, gorgeous skin when they're describing, like, you know, the beautiful characters in anime. I get where where she had that complex from. Like, at least her complex made sense. Yeah, but I was like, okay, if he's saying yeah. it, why would he lie to right. you? He's been your friend all this time. You followed him to a whole high school, and now you want to act like it can't yeah. be true. Like, come yeah. on, girl. That was my issue. It's like it's not like he just <laughs> be met optimistic. You, but yeah, she she knew him. She followed him. It's like yeah, at least give it an opportunity because that's the whole reason you followed him to the school anyway. It would be one thing if it was like someone yeah. she met at the school and everybody was like, mm-hmm. she he doesn't like dark skinned girls, and then he dates he tries to ask yeah. you out, then it's like I don't know. The whole school saying you don't like me that would yeah. be something else yeah yeah i would have been more skeptical of Kyrie not liking me because he was a playboy right. i was like mm, he's he just right. wanted, you just want to you, know, you just want another me. one for your book i get it yeah you know so that's something i would have believed but he actually did like her but then he had some messed up issues yeah so. yeah Kyrie yeah. was going through some things no yeah <laughs> in love with the school nurse i'm sorry if y'all i spoiled that for y'all just go no, watch peach also, girl it's worth I mean, watching peach anyways like nine thousand years old so i feel like the statute of limitations <laughs> on spoilers is up <laughs> there is some stuff that's gonna come close second i think mm-hmm. uh that's not really worth mentioning of things that are my pet peeves but yeah like i t- was saying no skipping on a video game yeah. is a pet peeve for me if i can't skip a scene and I don't want to watch it. You know, I don't want to hear. Mm-hmm. I don't want to watch the cutscene, especially if I died and oh they're redoing goodness, the cutscene. Yes. Like, please. It's like, I just want to get to the boss again. <laughs> this is where I saved right. it. <laughs> I got it. I see what happens. He's going to run around the corner. I'm going to run after right. him, not in a cutscene. And there's going to be another cutscene and a giant demon's going to appear. Right. And then Great. I have to fight but it. But I want to skip yeah. this. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, any video so game that doesn't let me skip, <laughs> especially like you said, when there is when I die from a boss battle, is a no for me. Any video game that, I think anything that doesn't let me save wherever I want has started to be annoying to me. And I know that's still a staple for JRPGs, but they've kind of like, at least you can save anywhere on the map, but you can't save anywhere in dungeons, which I'm okay with. Mm -hmm. But I hate the older RPGs where you have to go to a specific save point, whether you're in town, on the world map, and it doesn't matter where you are, you have to go find a save point. That always irritates me. Okay, Zelda. <laughs> but Zelda's... Uh, go find yes. the owls. Was it the owls? You, you could only save with the owls. Depends on which game, but yes. <laughs> yeah, it was one of them I remember that was like that. But yeah, I, I kind of hate that about games too. Because sometimes I get really mm-hmm. tired and I play beyond my time. Yes. And I'm like, okay, I want to go to sleep now. But I can't because I'm not near save point. So I have to at least make it to save. That is my um, my love and hate with Monster Hunter. Which I do know it is completely self-inflicted. But once you start, like once you actually enter a hunt in Monster Hunter. It's like you have a 50 minute time limit to do whatever hunt it is. Um, but you can't save during that hunt. So I either have to hope I'm not on online mode and just turn off my switch. Or beat the hunt before I actually can save. And I know it's my fault because I chose to accept a hunt when I knew I was falling asleep. 
but I still get upset that it's like, well, now I'm 10 minutes in and I'm about to pass out and I have to finish this. (laughs) You know, that's why I don't like that because I'll be tired and I'll like start falling asleep and then see the character there standing on screen like, oh my God, I fell asleep. Dang it, I got to save this so I can get out of this and continue this tomorrow when I have more energy and my eyelids will stay open. And then you can't, you just can't save. (laughs) Nope. (laughs) You're like, I got to finish. You just have to power through. You just sit yourself up and you're like, okay, I just need to get through this mission. Now be okay. (laughs) And hopefully it's not something where I'm fighting a giant monster because chances are it's going to take me 30 minutes to kill it. Yeah. (laughs) My sister is the worst at falling asleep while we're playing things. We play uh, the Tales series, which is one of my favorite series. If you've never played a Tales of game, I highly recommend it. Um like Tales of uh Yes, like Tales of Symphonia, Tales of Vest. Yes, Symphonia. I was like yeah. Tales of Yep, that's the that's like the one most people know is the one for the GameCube. And then Tales of Vesperia got remastered for the Switch mm-hmm. and it's really good. If you're ever looking for like I think it's like you could probably get it for like twenty bucks. If you're ever looking for an RPG, I highly suggest. But you can play it two player or more, two to four players. And so we'll like whenever I'm with my family, we'll get all the kids together and play together. And my sister always falls asleep and she's almost always our healer. So there'll be a point where we're all fighting and we're like, we have no HP. Why, do, why are we all at one HP? And then we look over my sister's over there with her characters like running in a corner, <laughs> just running in place. Just <laughs> yeah. standing, staring at right, the wall. Yeah, just kind of standing, <laughs> bouncing back and forth. We're all dying. I'm like, don't be the healer if you just going to fall asleep. Like, don't do that. And then she wakes up like, like I wasn't I asleep. Trying. Yeah, I was not sleeping. I was waiting for my MP to come back. And I was like, really? <laughs> yeah, I don't think I have any more pet peeves. I'm I'm sure, like I said, there are some. I could definitely think of some in One Punch Man, but I think I've said enough. Yes. <laughs> on this subject. But if but if you have pet yes. peeves, let Please us know. Please let us know your somehow, somewhere in the comments well, of the episode. Leave a rating and then edit your comment every time you i was it. gonna do a shout out <laughs> for our instagram page we have an official instagram um it is called Ooh. the blurdy girls so it's at the t-h-e blurdy b-l-e-r-d-y girls g-i-r-l-s um it's the official uh instagram page for us and our podcast and any other weird things that we do like when we can finally start going to conventions again and stuff like that so please follow us and also comment on our images and let us know if you agree i usually do an image for each podcast that we're going to put out so yeah comment and let us know also by the time you are listening to this we will have seen the demon slayer movie (laughs) and uh the week following we'll have a review out for you all so once again if you haven't seen it but you want to see it listen to that episode after you see it if you haven't seen it and you don't care about spoilers please tune in you know what uh i just got an awesome Mm -hmm. idea so you know how i have all this demon slayer merchandise maybe we'll do a giveaway on the instagram you know um i have lots of I didn't know it was going to come with that much merchandise, but maybe we'll send you some Demon Slayer, some cool Demon Slayer swag or some sort. Um, if you subscribe to the, not subscribe, follow. I, I'm over here promoting a YouTube channel we don't have. <laughs> if you follow us on IG and then leave a comment, we'll put up a post. We'll come up yes, with something. Come up with something neat. And then we'll we'll mail something out to you. Yeah. You know, some, I would love for you to gifts. take some, some gifts or some Demon Slayer stickers. Maybe put a Tanjiro on your backpack. Uh, whatever floats your boat or finds your lost remote, as Outcast says. But uh, yeah, so we'll come up with a cool little giveaway for all these extra goodies we have. But thanks again, as always, for listening. 
we enjoy having these conversations and we thank everyone that's listened so far and left a review. The support has been amazing. It's not millions of <laughs> listeners yet, but you know, one day we'll get there. Yeah, I think we've got a solid viewership so far. So thank you all so much. And yeah, we'll catch you next time.